Hey, people of the gosh darned internet. It is the PlayStation Report, episode 75? Five? I think that, yeah, that's yeah, the number 75. That's right. 75. I had, to, I had to check on my phone real quick because I wasn't quite sure, but it is episode 75. I'm Frank, and that other voice you heard over there was the orgasmic voice of Tyler. My voice isn't so or... or or gazamic this week but you know most of the time it is you just hear it and you just orgazam everywhere I mean it's it is the most beautiful music yeah orgasming yes oh man the best sound in the world if there is a sound maybe you orgazam with no sound silent orgasms yeah Maybe. Oh, man. Who knows? We are a three quarters of the way to 100. We are. And that's really weird. Yeah. That's 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 a number. That's a number. That's a milestone. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. It is crazy. You know, and I, I like that we're doing this. Yeah. When you podcast every week, you realize how quick time goes by. and <laughs> Realize you're getting older. Yeah, it's a it's a little depressing. But fuck it. I mean, what does getting older mean anyway? You think we're we're ever going to be allowed to die? Probably not. We're just going to be stuck with the world we'll, forever. We'll turn into and cyborgs. I, I don't. I don't want that. We'll, we'll turn into cyborgs. Yeah. We'll be forced to work forever. We won't be able to retire. We won't be able to just sit down and play video games for the rest of our life. At any point. Yeah. That's what I look forward to when I retire, is just sitting down and playing all kinds of video games. Yeah, that will be quite excellent. Although it is really weird, like, it will we'll be limited in what games we can play, because a lot of games, like, that are working as games as service, I hate, <laughs> it's a used term, but a lot of games right now rely on the online infrastructure and maintaining servers. We'll have a limited pick of which games we're actually going to be able to play in the future. Quite possibly. Definitely don't have a limited selection of games to play now no man there are a lot of games coming out this week some good games coming out this week and it's just going to keep rolling through the end of the year man yeah definitely you got those uncharted lost legacy reviews hitting today yeah they are man games getting some pretty solid reviews for the most part Mm -hmm. i'm excited to play it next week so am i but we, we have to wait for that. What what have you actually had had your hands on this week? Um, a lot of Overwatch with the Lucio Ball mm. stuff. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to play it at all, but it can be uh, a little on the frustrating side. I mean, I played Lucio Ball last year. And I figured I just decided then it wasn't a game that I wanted to play because it was a in, it was an inferior version of a game that I love. So, yeah. So I've been playing a lot of it and I kind of feel, you know, when I play with random people, I kind of I guess it's how you feel playing with Rocket League. Mm-hmm. 
when you're playing with people that are just not good or mm-hmm. just don't get it at all. Yeah. And I'm not even really super competitive about it. I just want to try. And there's a lot of just jackasses in there that just don't get it. Like, for example, I was goalie match was tied one one. I had my alt the whole match and I didn't get to use it. It came down to within 30 seconds and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to roll out. I'm going to try to to uh, score and win, you know, mm-hmm. and I pop out, use my alt. I'm just playing by myself, so I can't really communicate with anybody. But nobody on my team saw that I popped out. And so the other team just hit the ball and it just popped over everybody's head and slowly rolled into the goal with like five seconds left. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Like nobody could have peeled back and saw that. Mm. Like just kind of not being aware and stuff like that. It's just really frustrating. There's like, we played a match where, and I kind of felt bad for the other team. It was funny, but, uh, the guy on the other team basically joined our team. Oh, and so it ended up being like four on one. I'm like, this, this is kind of unfortunate or whatever, but yeah, that's, hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it, it can be fun, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's no Rocket League or whatever. I, I just get a little frustrated sometimes playing it. I just want people to at least try, you know. And, and when you when you get two teams that try and, you know, it comes down to a really close game or it goes to overtime or something, it can be fun, you know. But I played a little bit of Overwatch. I played some ranked Overwatch with a, with another group of guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cheating on you, but I played with another group yeah. of people. How'd that go? I'm up to gold now. Oh, boy. I think nice. I hit a uh, 2056 on my rank. Ooh. Way better than me. Mm. I'm at 1695. Uh, great. I don't year. know. I, I, I uh, <laughs> it, it was. Um, I don't know. I, I might I might retire for the rest of the season. Mm. It's just my ranking is just so fucking depressing. I'm just like, I can't, you know, it just sucks. But we'll see. Uh, there, apparently, there was a very good Overwatch player because I was playing with a streamer. He, he was streaming, um, and he apparently in his chat is this guy who comes by frequently. He's he's casually known as like the coach because he's really good at Overwatch and he looks at people's stats. There's this website that you can look at people's stats with their characters, and apparently, I'm supposed to play Hanzo. Because well, I, you're because I because I'm in the top one percent of people that play Hanzo. Wow, <laughs> that's wild. That's pretty cool. Yeah, sweet. So now I now I have a reason. I, I I can just pop into competitive, pick Hanzo, and be like, "Yo, my Overwatch coach told me to play Hanzo." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Did he tell you to play Tracer? Um. Well, he he only gave me one suggestion. He gave me the Hanzo suggestion. He was just giving one suggestion for everyone on the team. Mm. But my tracer, I I went to the site and and my tracer is actually pretty good too. It's not yeah. it's not as good as my Hanzo like percentile wise, but I'm still I'm mm-hmm. still up there with tracer. What what's the website called? Um, I think it's called Master Overwatch. Hold on, I can look it up really quick here. Yeah, yeah it's it, MasterOverwatch.com. I'd be curious to see like what my soldier 76 is and 
stuff like that. That that's uh, to be honest with you, the Soldier Seventy Six skin is the only reason why I'm even really playing Summer Games right now. I want that skin so fucking bad because he's my main dude, and that skin is so amazing. Like he looks like a dad, and his he has an apron on that says "Racist Steaks," but it's steak spelled as the food. Mm-hmm. I'm like I fucking want this so bad but i have yet to get it the other day i opened up a loot box and and an orange popped up and i'm like this is it it's gonna be it and it was uh the mccree skin which is cool i can run around and be america my gun looks like america and you know what you know that's fun but (sighs) yeah during that stream i i opened up a box and it seemed to be prophetic because when i opened it i saw an orange and it turned out to be the young hanzo skin So I, I guess the stars are just aligning and I should I should just I should give in and admit I'm a Hanzo main. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you should. Uh, Hanzo mains can wreck. Have you played Doomfist at all? Did you try them out? No, I have. I just I haven't really had a chance. I haven't really been playing quick play and that's where I want to try them out before I go into ranked. Mm, I was playing a few quick play matches and, and he's growing on me a lot. Um, it ended up being we were playing on Oasis and our team kind of got wiped out, but we all kind of waited up. We were charging out and the Zarya dropped her, her alt and trapped everybody. And I had mine as Doomfist. So I popped up in the air and meteor strike down and took out four people. Mm-hmm. All at once. That was a super satisfying feeling. I'm like, man, there's no trophy for that. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the trophy and a trophy. You have to kill all six of the players on the team. I'm like, <laughs> when the fuck is that ever going to happen? When is that ever going to happen? It's ridiculous. When they're um, on the payload. <laughs> also had one really incredible but very depressing moment in that game we were it was just a quick play match we were on uh the lunar base map and i was junk rat we were doing okay but it was one of those matches where you're defending pretty well but they bust in always right at the end somehow so they got the first point mm-hmm. right at the end then we held them off for like five minutes Right at the end, they, they lead a charge, and I'm like, okay, we're doing all right, we're doing all right. I died, and as I'm respawning, all everybody else is kind of dying, and their whole team's getting there, but I have my ult, it's Junkrat. So I'm running out there as fast as I can. Junkrat's slow. Pull my rip tire, send it around, blow it up. Every single person on their team dies. Oh like my five God. people, okay? But they just got the point right at the end so as they died the match ended and i actually got fucking play the game for that and i was like i was like so excited i'm like oh my god i can't believe that happened but holy shit that fucking sucks that we were doing so good and that's how we lost oh oh my god it was so depressing i'm like i killed them all no it didn't it didn't work oh man that is that's depressing Yeah. yeah got the trophy for that mm-hmm. but uh man that sucked big mm-hmm. time so, yeah that's my that's my uh overwatch fun mm. uh the other game that i have played is hellblade did you beat it i am on my way to the final boss oh so man. i'm very okay. very close then i will. um that game's incredible yes it is like i like that game 10 times more than when we talked about it last week Mm-hmm. 
And I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't know if I felt feelings like this playing a game since I've played The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And like this game just gives you the feels in so many different ways. And it's a game that you don't really want to keep playing, but you do because of the character and, and the story and, and the visuals and all that stuff. But it, it, there's a moment I'm not going to spoil anything where you have to, what you're walking around in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I genuinely got creeped the fuck out. I'm like, this is just creepy in, in the, you know, if you aren't playing this game with headphones, I just completely think that is the wrong way to play this game. Um, because headphones just makes it so much better. And in walking around this area, I'm like, this is just makes me very uncomfortable. And then, uh, everything following that i was just completely blown away with there's a nice combat section the music's real pounding and heroic and everything and i'm like this is fucking awesome and uh i just love you know when you get to about the middle of that game it opens up and you have to go to four different areas Mm -hmm. that so far has that was the turning point of that game to me of like this is phenomenal because you're really learning about Senua's character. You're learning about her backstory. You're learning about the the ones that have affected her, but also she has affected. And, you know, you, you're getting more into, you know, her mind and her mental state and all that stuff and her overcoming things. And it's fucking amazing the way that it's done, the voice acting, the, in the way that they do the camera work. And sometimes where like when they break the fourth wall and she's yeah. right at you. Yeah. And she's like talking to you. I'm like, this is just fucking incredible. Um, and then the last part that I went through, I, I'm like in a mountain and mm-hmm. it's dark and you have to go around with a torch and everything. I'm not going to spoil anything either, but that's very creepy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the way this game just builds atmosphere is like nothing else. But I just I haven't felt this moved and emotionally attached to a game in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love this game. I can't wait to finish. it. I'm going to finish it probably tonight or tomorrow night. I'm I don't think I have too much left. Yeah, um, I came into it with like no expectations and it it just blew me away like yeah, I, I, re- I really loved it, and I'm, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about the ending because I, I thought the ending was the most powerful thing about the game. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I don't think it's a perfect game, though. Like, mm-hmm. it, it bothers me though when people talk about the combat in this game, and it's like, if you were playing this game for combat. And, you know, if you're coming in with expectations from Ninja Theory's other games of it's going to be this insanely fun combat experience, you're completely playing this game wrong, in my opinion, and you're completely missing the point. You know, like the combat is fine and the way that it kind of opens up a little bit later in the way that enemies get thrown at you in different combinations. That's pretty much the only way that that the combat changes, I think is cool, but there are sections of the game where 
I feel they just kind of threw more enemies at you just to pad the game out a little bit and almost like they were missing the point a little bit of like, oh, well, we need combat here. People are going to bitch like I I wish there was no fucking combat in this game, you know, but there was time doing with just like eh, this is going on too long sort of thing. But. I think what they were doing with the combat bat wasn't necessarily about the combat. I think it was about like the state of her mind and like how like how she feels like it's just getting worse and worse. Right. Yeah, that does. I, I felt the combat was more symbolic, symbolic than a gameplay, uh, than a gameplay mechanic. Yeah. Um, also, like some of the puzzles, they're not hard, but they can be a little bit of like mood killers. Mm-hmm. The, the, the waterfall they, one. Yeah, that one. I yes, that one's not fun. Um, and they just like you're kind of going along in a nice pace. And then you're just kind of stuck on this puzzle a little bit, just one around the environment. It's like this just kind of killed all the momentum that I had coming into this where I just finished a pretty fucking intense fight or just had a really incredible story moment or something. That stuff can kind of be a little bit of of a downer Mm -hmm. with the game. But other than those two things, I mean, it's by far one of my favorite experiences of the year. I, I I really, really like this game. And I give props to Ninja Theory, man. Like, I just feel if they didn't self-publish this game, it probably wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a risky thing to do, in especially with doing the whole psychological and mental health piece of it. Like that, that just takes this game to a whole other level, um, and it kind of opens your eyes to things. And and I, I love that. I love that in. In, an, in a world where there's a lot of political correctness or companies just aren't willing to take risk or anything creatively, the fact that they have done this and took a risk is awesome. And it should be applauded, in my opinion. So, other than that, I have downloaded Matterfall. I just haven't gotten around to play it. Mm. So I know you probably played a lot of it. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say, because, you know, I've heard a lot of mixed things on this game. I've so. Hmm, yeah, I, I've been seeing seeing those mixed thoughts. And I, I I'm on the side of I think Matterfall is a great fucking game. Like it's it's amazing. I I think it's like the natural evolution of Resogun's commando mode. And it's I, I like the new ways it's using old mechanics such as like the dashes so you know how dashes used to be like this op oh you're just going to kill everything in your path and i I like how they changed it up for matterfall how it freezes enemies and makes them more vulnerable to damage so it's not necessarily it's going to get you out of tight situations but it isn't just going to beat the game for you so right. I, I like that bit. I like the all the mobility, like the jumping and the just the how you get in the flow of jumping using your secondary weapon if you equip one. Um, trying out different augmentations, um, which are basically perks that you unlock by saving humans. Um, I th- I think the levels are excellent, and the final boss is a bitch. I fucking hate it, but I love it. I love that it's soul crushing. I, is it harder than uh, that boss in Ex Machina? Uh, see, I just think I'm not as good at this game as I am at Next Machina. Mm. 
I think the boss itself isn't as hard, but I, I yeah, that, that that's where I'll leave it. I think I'm just better at Next Machina than I am at Matterfall, but I, I, I absolutely adore Matterfall, man. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, man. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is genocide is genocide wrong if I'm just killing robots? Hmm. It depends on the robots. Like, are the robots turning on humans and trying to take over? Then no. You know, it just kind of depends on the situation. Think about a world without humans where it's robot on robot action. Then then, yeah, it's probably probably wrong. Oh, you know, it's kind of like humans killing each other or something, you know. Oh, okay. But I don't know why. Because I ran into a situation in near where I just basically committed genocide against a bunch of robots that had AI, albeit like very dumb behavior to them. They were imitating human behavior, which was really strange. Um, and I just had orders to go in and kill them all. And wow. that felt <laughs> that felt strange to me. Yeah. Did you could you not follow that order or did you have to do it? So the quest led me in a direction to follow that order. And then following that, I went to this other place where there were other robots that were similar to them. They were at this amusement park and they weren't necessarily attacking me and I didn't have orders to kill them, but I did anyway. Uh, revealing the character of oneself. Because the, the way this game projects itself, those robots are the bad guys. The game projects that they're the bad guys and that they were these these robots were brought here by aliens and drove humans off of Earth and humans are now living on the moon. And they're sending these other android robots down to help make Earth make Earth ready for humans to come back again. So it was potentially for a good cause. Yes, but I don't. The thing is. These robots that were aliens are acting like humans. Yeah. It, albeit like really rudiment in like basic ways. Like it's not it's like they aren't doing any high level thinking. They're just some of them are dancing around. Some of them are say, saying words to each other that basically that somewhat resemble sentences that humans would say. Um, there was this village of robots and I killed a few and they were like, we've done nothing wrong. Please don't kill us. And they weren't fighting back, but I just slaughtered them anyway. Mm. But that sounds like a tight but the way situation. It, but the way it sets, <laughs> way the game sets it up, the humans are telling these androids to go down and get rid of these motherfuckers. So I don't know what's, what's the right side there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sticky situation. Yeah. <sighs> but that's cool. Yeah. That's it's, cool that it's presenting it's, uh, moral quantities. You feel. Yeah. yeah. It's probably something going into near that you didn't think you would feel. Yeah, I thought you're feeling it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I that's, thought I was just getting into that. an action RPG where I was just gonna beat the shit out of everything. Yeah. But there there seems to be a story that is a lot deeper than that. Yeah. I'll be curious if uh, that has consequences. 
later on. Yeah, I, I me too. I I, I want to see this game through. I want to actually see multiple endings because this game does have multiple endings. Um, I've got I got one of the endings, which was just dumb. You pull out your OS chip and you die. And that's an ending. Yeah, I think dumb. that's ending T, but it, it counts as an ending. I don't think it's a trophy, but in your save file, it's just, it lists how many which endings you've gotten to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I really want to play near now that I have some other games out of the way now. Um, I'm going to play some near, but I'm also going to keep playing PUBG. Because goddamn, do some crazy ass moments happen, Tyler? You want to hear the latest in PUBG? I do. I love. I love hearing crazy ass shit that happens in PUBG. Okay, so I was playing a solo game. It was a. It was a rain map. Uh, I don't. I don't like the rain when it rains because you can't hear footsteps as well. But um, I was. I I flew off into an area where not many people go in solos. Um, and I, I got looted up pretty good. I found an SKS. I found an M16. So I was like, cool, I'm fine. I can, I can start making my way towards the circle now. So I pick up a buggy because I was kind of far away from the circle. I drive up in my buggy and then there's this bridge. I start going across the bridge and I start getting shot at and they end up popping my tires and my buggy starts spinning out on the bridge. I jump out of my buggy at the right time so it doesn't spin around and hit me. And I unload at the guy at the end of the bridge and I just fucking nailed him and killed him. Damn. It was freaking like, awesome. It's like a fucking action movie. Yeah, it was. You know? I wish I was recording, man, because that that was one of that is my favorite moment so far that I've had in PUBG. Yeah. I also want a school awesome. shootout which Basically, there's this area called school, and a lot of people like to drop there because it's a big area with a lot of weapons. Um, and I won my first school, school shootout. I, I picked up a 45 pistol. I shot a guy coming in, coming into my room in the auditorium. I, I, I won. Basically, at that point, I had won my side of the school. I picked up a shotgun, and I found the other guy who survived on the other half of the school. Headshot. He was coming up Damn. the stairs. Bam. Mm. Just felt but, so good. That's pretty awesome. But the term school shootout just doesn't sound sound uh, well, very, very good. Well, well, you're fighting over the school with guns. Yeah. And it, everyone knows that this conversation's in the context of PUBG. Yeah, exactly. I'm not telling you to all bring guns to school because that's not good. Don't do no. that. Don't yeah. bring guns to school. Yeah, don't bring yeah, yeah, guns yeah. to anywhere where you don't need them. Exactly. Like, take them to the shooting range. Fire them off there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, awesome. But yeah, I am... Ooh, I can't... Have you won a chicken dinner yet? So I've been winning squad chicken dinners with some, okay. some of my buddies, but I haven't managed to secure a solo one for a long time now. I had one a long time ago in the first season, and then the stats reset. So now it looks now on my account, it looks like I haven't won any chicken dinners. Mm, that's mad. depressing. I'm mad about that. Mm. This game just gets more and more popular, man. Yeah. It's just taken over. It's it took over League of Legends on Twitch. It's the first uh, non. Uh, it's like it's I forget how what the stat said, but it was like 
I think it was the first non-Valve game uh, that had that many concurrents. Wow. Yeah. That's that's just insane. Like, it's always, like, League and Dota and Counter-Strike at the top of Steam. And now PlayerUnknown's is coming in there, and that's that's pretty awesome. Hmm. It's not even out yet. It's not even out yet. It's in early access. And that game does need a little bit of work on its netcode because I got killed because of desync. And Mm. yeah, that wasn't fun. Yeah, that stinks. But man, I'm enjoying my time with it, man. It's it's a lot of fun. And you can get into some really crazy shit, as you just heard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Watching that game, too. Uh, when you are getting shot at, but you don't know where, mm-hmm. that is like the most fucking terrifying thing. Like, even as a viewer, I'm like, this is scary because there's just fucking gunfire going off. And then the audio is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, where the fuck is it happening? So it's like you just drop down and you try to find cover and <laughs> figure out what the hell is going on. It's like, damn, that's mm-hmm. got to be terrifying it, it, it is man and especially when they're shooting suppressed weapons and you can't quite pinpoint it yeah man yeah it's it's <laughs> it's a crazy game and on the rain map occasionally there's thunder which scare which scares me because i get like i get really shaky when i'm playing that game because it makes me nervous and then freaking thunder will happen i'm like oh fuck that's just thunder just fucking thunder or you'll hear a car outside and you'll think it's a car in the game mm-hmm. uh, uh. damn and it is a very intense game and i love it i love it mm. all right Whew. you know what else i love video games i love video games and one of my favorite things around video games is psx yeah. And right now, if you if you want to grab some early bird tickets, you can do that because uh, PlayStation Experience tickets are, are available now. Oh, PSX is happening December 9th and 10th. Um, I believe you, there's also an event on the 8th on Friday. Um, you'll be able to meet game developers and PlayStation personalities. Also, they're also doing their Capcom Cup. There's always a cool Street Fighter tournament at PSX. Yeah. And man. Mm. I feel like uh, the Capcom Cup has been there just about every year. Yeah. Hasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's happening at the Anaheim Convention Center, uh, same place as last year. Uh, you have to get the early bird ticket for the Friday event. Um, early bird tickets are $65. If you wait for the regular tickets, they're $75. You have to be 18 or older to attend. No babies, no children, no exceptions. Oh, boy. Sony laying the smack down. Get your fucking kids out of uh, here, man. Uh, video games are for adults. Yeah. I think that's, that's a lot. A lot of that is about, like, games that are allowed on the show floor if there are minors. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I want to... I. Uh, threw in this story in there too this kind of goes hands in hand with with psx is that sony's going to have a playstation media showcase at paris games week this year all right so october 30th so after that october 27th deluge (laughs) yeah so i find it kind of 
weird that they're doing this, but if they're doing this, they have something to say. But I feel that, you know, the spacing between E3 and PSX is incredible. And those can be the two places that Sony shows off and announces a lot of new games. But I'm I'm just curious, like, how much do they have to say? And, you know, how will this affect their PSX showcase? Because it was 2015 that they did a showcase at Paris Games Week. And then they also did PSX. And I remember PSX being kind of weak mm-hmm. that year. And then last year they didn't do Paris Games Week and PSX was pretty incredible. And I, I know PSX is more about, you know, PlayStation, like more hardcore games and Vita and indie games and stuff. But I don't know. But how, do, how do you feel about about all that? I So I like PSX as an event, not necessarily like like whatever they show at the press conference at PSX, that's whatever. I, I think the ga- that show is more about getting out on the floor and actually getting your hands on games because th- there's plenty of opportunity to do that and getting like there, you'll see like random, like high level people walking the floor. I met Sean Layden last year on the floor of PSX and like you, you just get to meet a lot of cool people there and you get to, play some games that are upcoming and it's I, I think that's the real draw of PSX their, their press conferences are hit or miss so far so and it's a it's a very young event to be honest right yeah and, and PSX is a lot more about the the fans and everything which which is what makes it really exciting but in terms of like showcases and announcements it'll be interesting you know sony's e3 was cool it was entertaining but it was more just e3 2016 part two you know like we saw those games in 2016 and then we actually saw gameplay of them in in 2017 that that was exciting but i wonder you know and i hope that they have a lot more to say you know at either of these two and a lot you know cooler games and actual release dates I'd imagine this, I'd imagine this Paris Games Week thing is also getting ahead of the Xbox One X, right? When's the One X out? November? Seventh, yeah. Yeah. So so I I feel like this is strategically placed there for them. Yeah. Uh, they can get they can get out ahead of the Xbox One X here and just announce a lot of stuff and then what is it, a few weeks later? Yeah. Like a week later week. that the yeah. Xbox One X is out. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is it's also a a very strong strong arm uh marketing move here. Could be. And I have a feeling too, you know, a lot of the games that developers shown off will probably be very European focused, mm-hmm. which is cool. You know, there's a lot of good stuff that comes out from over in Europe. Uh but I imagine coming out of both PSX and Paris Games Week, we will probably have release dates for most of those titles we saw at E3. Mm, I'd almost you know? I'd almost expect God of War to be playable at PSX. Oh yeah. Uh, you it should be. If they say early twenty eighteen, absolutely. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's exciting. Gonna gonna have a lot of PlayStation announcements left this year and then Microsoft, I didn't even know this. They're having a Gamescom conference 
this yeah, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, which I didn't even know they were doing one this year until literally like two days ago. And I'm like, holy shit. So maybe they'll they'll have some some cool stuff there too. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um so a cool thing's gonna happen in Eve Valkyrie. You are not gonna need VR anymore. But you're wow. gonna be able to play with VR players with their new Warzone update. It's coming September twenty-sixth. And it'll base it the major draw here is that you won't need VR, but they're also streamlining some of the uh, progression kind of stuff because it was a little bit muddled. Um but yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I I really want to play Eve Valkyrie with more people, and I think this will increase the user base to the point where it'll actually you you can actually play online. Yeah, because that's kind of what I heard when this game came out. Like, yeah, it's cool, but like, because it's just on VR, nobody's really playing it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool that you can play with with either. I wonder if you have an advantage playing in VR. Um, I imagine, I yeah, the, the advantage of VR is just like to be able to quickly look around you and see, it's a more of yeah. an awareness thing. I'm not sure how they're going to map that on a controller, whether you'll be like spinning the controller around to look around. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it because you have to use both sticks for flying a spaceship. Uh, I don't, I just don't know how it's going to work for, uh, people playing it just on a screen. They just won't have as much awareness as a VR player. Right. But it might be more comfortable for them, so who knows? It might balance out there. Yeah, it's only thirty uh, dollars. Yep, thirty bucks. So there you go. September twenty sixth. Hmm. Uh, we also have firmware five out now. Oh, it, it does some family stuff. Although I don't, I neither of us have children nope um there's some broadcast stuff for people who stream directly from their playstation um you'll be able to if you own a community you can have it have a little symbol there that goes off when you're live if you're playing psvr they'll show some show the comments on screen rather than just having them read to you and if you're on a PlayStation Pro, for PlayStation 4 Pro, um, you'll be able to stream at 1080 60 FPS. I believe right now they all stream at 720. Um, you'll be able to put friends in groups. I that that's another one that stuck out to me. I'll be able to put you all in a group. So yeah, we don't. I usually go to like we you can make like a favorites or something like mm-hmm. that and that's usually what i just go to just because then i don't have to scroll that much but it's cool that you'll be able to just do that straight up so um you'll be able to look at your notifications in your quick menu so if you want to see what's downloading how far that is good that is some that that's a nice improvement there because that that's something that always kind of bothered me you'll also be able to leave your party from the quick menu if you want to oh. do that um and that yeah that's basically all the things that really matter to me yeah i mean you'll be able to send so- spotify songs to people for people to check out in your messages <laughs> if that's something you want to do yeah um, that could be neat they're adding virtual surround sound on psvr um 
and apparently there's an improved tournament bracket viewer. I guess there are tournaments on PlayStation. I don't really use those kinds of features. No, I didn't even know you could do that. Huh. That's pretty neat. And then they're adding some languages. So if you speak Czech, Greek, Hungarian, Indonesian, Romanian, Thai, or Vietnamese, I don't know why you're listening to an English podcast. <laughs> Maybe they just like the sound of the English language. They just don't know what's going on. It, it's kind of like one of those things like I just listened to an album today that was not in English. It's like folk metal or whatever. And I'm like, this just sounds beautiful. Hmm. So maybe it's one of those situations. I, hmm. They're listening for your orgasmic voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My stuffy nose fucking voice right now. They can just I imagine the mucus. Yeah, exactly. Mucus is a nasty word. <laughs> it, Dude, mucus is just fucking nasty in general. Like, I fucking, I just, I hate it. Ugh. It's awful. Mm. Like, I don't know, being sick, it's never fun at all, but it's just kind of bizarre. It's like one one night you go to bed, you're totally fine, the next day you wake up and you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? You know? I know. And speaking of the bizarre, Shenmue 3, the Kickstarter that was promoted on Sony's 2015 PSX stage, or E3 stage, rather, um is being published by Deep Silver. I don't think this is a good thing. Why is that? Deep Silver has a very weird thing around them. I, I've seen games that they publish, and it's you don't know what you're going to get from them. Yeah, they are very... They publish anything it, they can get their hands on. <laughs> right. Uh, but it, I just think it's strange how a Kickstarter that was promoted on Sony stage is now getting a publisher, which for, I guess I would assume a retail release. Yeah. I always thought Shenmue three was just going to be a digital only game. Until and that's kind of what I thought too, but I guess getting it on store shelves will be nice, but yeah, deep silver, they just kind of say, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll it. Put our hands in it. Yeah. I mean, it's good that they found a publisher because maybe also Deep Silver is funding a little bit more money to to get them, you know, helping them make the game yeah, but and everything. What, and obviously with distribution and everything, that'll be a help. But the whole thing with Shenmue 3 is just fucking weird. It is. It's just so weird. The, the Kickstarter at E3 was so awkward and bizarre. Everything about it's just weird. Now that Deep Silver is in there and... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's it feel. I have a strange feeling in my stomach and it might be the Thai food I had earlier today, but I have a feeling it's this. Maybe. Oh, man. Mm. But I mean, I've never played Shenmue and I watch people play Shenmue and I just go like, I don't get it <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. But maybe maybe you just got to play to experience it. I have no clue. But I haven't played. It's, it's such a thing. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I, I haven't played Shenmue or Yakuza. Like, there's a lot of weird games that I just haven't played that people love. <laughs> and there's just not enough time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if I have enough time to get back to this No Man's Sky update. How about you bring us through it? Yeah, I don't either. But it's it's a pretty significant update. Uh, 
there's 30 hours of new story content, including new storylines involving the mysterious alien species travelers. Um, they've improved the original path that the story takes. Uh, there will be structured missions. There will be uh, procedurally generated side missions and stuff. So that, all that stuff is cool. It's a lot more to do, hopefully. Um, they've improved the, the economy and biomes and all that stuff. Travel is being streamlined. There's a new portal system that lets you travel instantaneously between planets, which is cool. Uh, and they've also they've kind of they've added some new music, flight options. Probably the biggest thing, but kind of strange how they're doing it is that there's sort of kind of co-op. Mm. They're calling it joint exploration, which allows up to 16 players to see orbs that represent one another. At the very least, it should allow players to meet up with friends and do some investigation together. So kind of weird how they're doing that. At least there's something there. The chances of you finding each other are probably pretty slim. Um, but, you know, hey, New Ed Sky seems like it's kind of turning into a much different experience than what it launched with. Uh, I just wonder what the whole co-op thing, like, there's there's the whole kerfuffle around uh, Sean Murray live, blah, 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 like, in interviews he said, yeah, you'll be able to see each other, there's multiplayer, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it wasn't there at launch, and I just wonder, like, did they even want multiplayer in this game at all? Like, was that their vision or was their vision just for it to be this single player survival experience, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but enough people just kind of bitch like, oh, why is there multiplayer? And they kind of threw it in this limited form, which could be cool, but I don't know. Just an interesting question, but at least they, you know, they're, they might be turning this game around. I think yeah, they're probably of- generating some interest of like, you know, Maybe I'll go back to No Man's Sky. Just not now, but, you know, a few more updates like this, it could be a game worth going back to for sure. Yeah, and it's it's nice to see that they're, they keep on trying with this. And I, I have a suspicion that there are a lot of other developers who would have given up on a game after how it was received like this. Um, but the, the, good, good on them for actually sticking with it. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I would be curious to hear people and what they have to, th- you know, say about this game now that this update's out. Mm. If you are playing this new No Man's Sky update, how about you tell us about it? Hell yeah. Mm. It's just No Man's Sky should not have been a $60 retail game. You know, mm-hmm. it was early access. Who knows? Mm. Totally different thing. Yeah. And it's strange how PSN is handling early access because Fortnite. Yeah. Is early access. Yes. Although they, Paragon. Although early access. Although the Sony will not ever say that they want to put early access games on their store. Yeah, yet there are early access games on there, and some of them even have retail boxes that you can go buy, which is just mm. fucking weird. What is early access? <laughs> I know. It's like I just don't understand the hesitation on their part of like, why don't they just do kind of what Microsoft did, a little bit of a game preview sort of thing, and 
control a little bit more. You know, I know on the Xbox store, they require a demo be put up there. So before you buy into it, you at least can download a demo and play an hour or so of it. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I I just don't get why Sony doesn't do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Early access can be a good thing as long as the game comes out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really about a like the the relationship between the uh, the developers and the community around the game, and it's, yeah. it's how they communicate back and forth. I've seen a lot of um, one way communication in some early access games where the developers don't say shit, even though the community is furious. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of early access, though, I saw We Happy Few. Oh, yeah. You remember that game is coming to PS4. It is releasing on PS4, Xbox One, PC. So it's coming out of early access April 13th of next year. That game is creepy as fuck. And I I didn't think it was actually going to come out. (laughs) Yeah. Gearbox is publishing it. Oh, which is neat. Huh. So that that'll be cool. Every time I see that game, I'm like, I want to play this. I want to play a story mode. I don't want to play this procedurally generated survival thing. Mm hmm. Because the atmosphere in the world that they're setting up, I'm like, fucking give me that, man. I would be all over that in like a 10 hour campaign or something. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's a weird uh, release date, though, announcing it eight months ahead of time yeah yeah but at least you're saying hey this is our target date this is when it's coming out so there you go yeah there we go indeed oh boy there's a blockbuster sale what blockbuster no blockbuster isn't back (laughs) ah darn it but there is a sale on games and movies a lot of them AAA titles. Uh, we're going to run down a few of our picks. You can get... Oh, the Bioshock Collection for $30. We're reading the PlayStation Plus prices here. Bioshock Collection, 30 bucks. Oh, that's a steal. You can get Borderlands the Handsome Collection for 20 bucks. Mm-mm-mm. That's a great deal. You could, if you so choose, get Destiny the Collection for $30. <laughs> yeah, fucking why not? Dive into that before the sequel comes out. How and about Destroy All Humans and its sequel for 5 bucks? 5 Those are bucks fun games. each. Let's, let's make that distinction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. One of my games that I finished this year, Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition for $16. I didn't make the game. I meant I own that game. But I like Divinity Original Sin. And it's getting its sequel next month. Yeah. On PC, at least. Um, I'm not sure it, it, when or if it's planned for consoles. Yeah. You'd imagine it would come to console mm-hmm. sometime. Uh, if you want to dive into... If you played Hellblade and you're like, I want to play more Ninja Theory games, but none of them are like Hellblade, you can play DMC Devil May Cry for 12 bucks. Ooh, if you like Dragon Age Inquisition, the game I'm trying to platinum by going through on Nightmare, you can get that 
for $12, the Game of the Year edition, which includes all the DLCs. Some of them are quite good. I am having fun with that. I actually haven't played that for a couple, for probably a month now because I've been playing other stuff. I've been prioritizing newer games, as I should. I will get that Platinum, though. I saw you Platinum uh, Hellblade. Yeah, it's not a hard Platinum. No, you'll get every trophy through playing, except for the lore stones, which I unfortunately have missed some. <laughs> so, I, so I'm gonna have to to play the game again. But it's short enough. I like it enough. I I wouldn't give a shit. Um, darn. Speaking of Hellblade, did you see some of my uh, screenshots I took? That photo mode's really good. It is. I, I'm taking a lot too. I, I I need to share some of them. Oh yeah. In our in our chat that we have going. I, I love that little message thing we have set up mm-hmm. amongst our, our buddies. It's just this message thing on PSN where we just share cool screenshots with each other. And most of the time we don't even say anything. We just say, here's some cool screenshots. And it's always like, dude, like that's sick. Mm. Yeah. I'm yes. All if you're super excited about Game of Thrones because the new season is pretty fun. You can get the season pass for Telltale's Game of Thrones for ten dollars. I would advise to I would advise against that. Why are you one more Game of Thrones? Sure, it's cheap. You are doing a disservice to the consumer. Man, shame. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, what do we have? Uh, Hitman the Requiem. What is what even is that? I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what it is either, so I'm not going to... If you want to play a lot of people's disappointment, Mass Effect Andromeda Deluxe Edition, $30 there. That's my ill-advised. Yeah. (laughs) What's what's a better game, Mass Effect or Game of Thrones? I think Mass Effect by far. Yeah. Game of Thrones. (laughs) I, I almost fell asleep playing Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, you can't you really can't compare them. But in terms of enjoyment, definitely agree with you on that. Um, let's see here. If you got a need for speed, you can get need for speed for eight bucks before the new one comes out. Mm-hmm. Get caught up in the need for speed cinematic universe. Uh, if you want to just hate yourself, you play Outlast 2 for 18 bucks. Very scary. Yeah, uh, if you want to play the game in the Agents of Mayhem universe, you can play a bunch of Saints Row stuff. All right, let's Got Saints Row Four reelected for eight bucks, hmm. reelected and got out of hell for nine dollars, and just got out of hell for six dollars. There you go. Oh man, I'm not going to read any of those titles that start with S. I'm driving with <laughs> car tours. Uh, um, you can get Star Wars Battlefront for. You had to do that. Yeah. $10. <laughs> if you want better Telltale games, you can get Walking Dead Season 2 for $10, New Frontier for $15, and the first season for $750. Boom. That's pretty cool. And Titanfall 2 Standard Edition for $20. That's a pretty good price for that game. 
XCOM 2 Deluxe Edition for 30 bucks. XCOM, give it to you. Mm-hmm. All right. And then there's a whole, like... <laughs> There is a longer list of movies here than video games, and we're not we're not a movie podcast, so uh No. But my one pick Zombie Land for ten bucks. I saw the Minion move Minions movie oh, over Why? Why? No. You don't like the Minions? No, they are the worst thing that has happened to America. Well, not the <laughs> worst thing that's happened to America, but they are a bad thing that happened to America. Oh, I love the Minions, man. I think, and I love them because they are just so, so dumb. They're the They're worst. They're so dumb in every way. They're the worst. Oh, <sighs> my God. I, I love them. That I, movie's not the best, but man, it, it's it, it just can put a smile on your face. Like every time something good happens, they say kumbaya. They go kumbaya. And I'm like, this is just hilarious. It's so funny. You gotta watch oh it. Oh, God. The thought Bob you, is the best fucking character. The thought that you like minions makes me want to turn <laughs> this podcast off and never return. But oh, my God. Think about the minions, though. All right. They're these pill looking yellow shits with fucking ass cracks and overalls. All right. They just make noises and go or whatever and and do stupid shit. And they make over a billion dollars. The world and humans are weird. The we're watching it. They're the worst thing that has happened since Shrek. And Shrek is goddamn awful. Shrek's worse than the Minions, yeah. No, uh, I'm going to say the Minions are worse than Shrek. I can't agree with you on that. I think the Minions are a travesty. They they do not belong in any form of <laughs> any our culture should eliminate minions from existence. But Shrek's just like some big doofus. He's just like, Bleh. yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's like a fat dad, but you can, ha- you can tolerate a fat dad. Yeah. And plus Shrek reminds me of smash mouth. And I don't want to be reminded of smash mouth ever. Minions remind me of what it's like to hate everything. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's uh, let's talk about the new games that came this week. <laughs> let's do it. And if there's a fucking minions game on this list, I am I am out. Oh, I, am I would be out. all for that. <sighs> all right, here we go. Instead of Mario and Rabbids, it's Mario and Minions. Fuck off. I don't want M&Ms. There you go. Here we go. 3D mini golf. <laughs> a good wholesome game of mini golf. <laughs> Oh, we need, we need to do some mini golfing, but not a Minions themed mini golf course. Oh, that would be great. Fuck off. Um, master an entertaining match on more than 54 challenging holes, 18 of which faithfully modeled after official clo- official courses in the real world. This is available on PlayStation 4 digitally. I did not name that earlier. Cool. Video game golf's always kind of neat. So maybe it's a good game. I don't know. 
Uh, Agents of Mayhem is out on PS4, digital, and retail. Agents of Mayhem is the latest open-world, third-person action game from the creators of Saints Row. Run a no-holds-barred operation against shadowy supervillain organization known as Legion and their mysterious leader, the Morningstar. Mm. Uh, this game's getting a lot of mixed reviews. Mm. So definitely check it out for yourself if you're into it. Yo, we got City Skylines, PlayStation 4 edition. City Skylines put you in charge of a growing city. Design, build, and manage the city of your dreams. From public services to civic policies. And challenge yourself to grow from a simple town to a bustling metropolitan hub. Ooh, that is a good game, apparently. There's a lot of good games out this week, mm-hmm. which is cool. Dark Mystery. Dark Mystery is a fun, challenging puzzle platform with 35 exciting levels. Find true love in the adventure of Dark Mystery. That's on PS4. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to find true love. <laughs> okay. I, 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 don't, I don't know either. Uh, I'll play it to find out. That you will. Up next is Defenders of Ekron on PlayStation 4 digitally. Defenders of Ekron mixes the classic action of a shmup and the exploration of an adventure game, including dungeons and a sci-fi experience. Next up is Eliosi's Hunt on PS4. Inspired by classic action games like Metal Slug and Crash Bandicoot, Eliosi's Hunt delivers true smooth gameplay, beautifully crafted graphics, and cutting-edge technology. We're both looking at that and going Metal Slug and Crash Bandicoot. That's a weird combo. And classic actions games. I, hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming that's a typo. I hope so. I don't know how Crash Bandicoot's an action game. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I feel like they're just playing with words to get people interested. Yeah. Up next is The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 2. In the second part of the unfolding Van Helsing saga, that could also be enjoyed independently. You can you can explore new corners of this unique world and experience the mix of old school gothic and mad science with more action, powerful foes, and plenty of stunning places to visit. Next up is Matterfall, PS4 Digital. Blast through explosive waves of contemporary action, arcade action in this rapid-fire twin-stick shooter. As a hero for hire, survive high-intensity side-scrolling war zones in vertical cities overrun by mysterious smart matter. Question, does this game have scoring to it? Yes, it does. It does have high scores leaderboards. It's a very, very short game. Yeah, um, I uh, I imagine they'll add features to it, but I don't know for sure. Also, you'll probably be very bad at this game because of the platforming. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, that's usually a hit or miss thing. So we'll see. Oh, here we have Nidhogg 2 on PlayStation 4 digitally. The worm has returned and it must feed. Shed your garments and paint the walls with the flesh of your enemies. For only one can be worthy of sacrifice. If you have a friend, this game looks like a fucking riot. 
watching it, man. <laughs> and if it you looks don't, like a lot of fun. If you don't have a friend, please go make friends because that's a really sad place to be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, next up is Night Trap, 25th anniversary edition on PS4. Night Trap tells the story of five teenage girls spending the weekend at the Martin home. As a member of the special control attack team, your job is to monitor the home and protect the girls using an intricate system of cameras and traps as it is being invaded by vampires. Uh, apparently this is a very classic game that was very bad, but has some weird things in it and violence and all that stuff that is, that is back. Hmm. A game older than both of us. Yeah. Oh boy. Here we have Observer on PlayStation 4 Digital. What would you do if your fears were hacked? The year is 2084. You are Daniel Lazarski, an elite neural detective known as an observer, whose purpose is to hack and invade suspects' minds. Ooh. Next up is Paranormal Activity The Lost Soul, PlayStation VR. Engineered from conception for VR, The Lost Soul immerses you in a terrifying, terrifying, realistic environment with haunting atmosphere and the need to survive. With every with very limited guidance, your free movement enables you to discover the secrets that lie in this house of horror. Didn't know they were making a paranormal activity game. Yeah. Licensed games, man. They don't happen that often. No. I wonder if this one falls on the good side or the bad side, because they usually don't fall in the middle. Hmm. Oh, boy. The Pillars of the Earth, based on Ken Follett's, I get yeah, Follett's world bestseller, The Pillars of the Earth, retells the story of the village of Kingsbridge in a whole new way. Play as Jack, Alina, and Philip, and change the events of the book through exploration, decision-making, and dialogues. This is on PlayStation 4 digitally. Next up is Sonic Mania on PS4 digital. Experience the ultimate celebration of past and future in Sonic Mania, an all-new 2D Sonic adventure game running at a crisp 60 frames per second with stunning HD retro-style graphics. It's a strange world, in my opinion, when Sonic is really, really good. And this game's getting a lot of really good reviews. I've never been a Sonic guy. Even playing when I was little, I just never... It never clicked with me, uh, but you know, there's a lot of like diehard Sonic fans that have stuck with this franchise for a long time, and now they finally got something that's good because this franchise hasn't been that good in a long time. It's pretty cool. I, it, I guess it is. I have I wasn't a Sonic fan either. I I played yeah. it also when I was a child, and I just I, I didn't I didn't dig. Yeah. I used to play it at the dentist's office. When I would go there, they had like a Sonic arcade machine. So I would play it. It, it was weird. It was for some reason they had Sonic there. They had Donkey Kong. I don't know. Mm. There we go. Uh, next up, there are too many games. But next up is Sudden Strike 4, PlayStation 4, digital and at retail. 
Sudden Strike is back. The beloved RTS series returns, this time with bigger battlefields, more units, better graphics, new scenarios, and legendary commanders. Next up is Tokyo 42, PS4 Digital. Tokyo 42 is a hyper-stylish, isometric, open-world shooter. Framed for a murder you didn't commit, you'll dive into a world of assassins, deadly corporate intrigue, and tactical cats? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Here's a game everyone's getting up in arms about being happy. Undertale finally coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita digitally. I think this will be my next travel game on my Vita. Yeah, it's very cool that this game's on Vita. The PC classic Undertale comes to PS4. Explore a rich RPG world full of strange and delightful characters where violence isn't the only answer. Dance with a slime, pet a dog, whisper your favorite secret to a knight, or ignore all of that and rain destruction upon your foes. The choice is yours, but are you determined enough to prevail? Very cool that this game is now on PS4. It's apparently a very good game. Yeah, it won a lot of awards last year. Like, it was the, it was the indie darling of last year. Yeah, IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. Boom. Last is Zero Escape Zero Time Dilemma on PS4 Digital and Retail. I could have sworn... No, it was Alma Vita before. Okay. Uh, Zero Escape Zero Time Dilemma features diabolic new puzzles and and fully animated story sections that push the boundaries of interactive storytelling. Newcomers and familiar faces round out a robust cast of characters while English and Japanese voiceover options flesh out the narrative. Oh boy, so so I can play that game in Japanese if I want. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You know, there's a lot of games out this week, but I would say at least maybe half this list is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Oh, Potentially. Yeah. I mean, Zero Escape and Undertale were two games of last year that did great. Tokyo 42, I'm pretty sure that was out before. Yeah, it's been out I'm on not sure PC. If it's, good or not. it's been out on PC and Xbox. Yeah, Sonic Mania is pretty fucking solid. Matterfall yeah. is hit or miss. Observer's been getting good reviews. Nadehog 2's good reviews. Agents of Mayhem's hit or miss. You know, City Skylines. There's a lot of good shit this week. It's a good week. Oh, man, it is a good year. 2017, yeah. slow the fuck down. Let me play my goddamn games before you put out more. I know, it's crazy. We get a new Uncharted game next week. Oh, I'm excited. God. I'm not sure if I want to take time off or not. I haven't decided yet. That'll that'll be a Monday afternoon decision. Yeah. <laughs> see, if, see if I can get away with taking Tuesday off. I'm taking off for... Uh, destiny uh, taking off that friday and i'm just gonna play it yeah i'll okay. I'll, I'll play destiny i'll play yeah. I'll, I'll play it i'm not sure if i'll play it but i'll play it you'll play it mm. you mm. could probably the best thing out this week is the new album from hinder <laughs> titled the rain so I, I know I know you're joking. It's fantastic. I know you're joking. <laughs> but for Christ's sake, our audience, they have ears. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Yeah. I remember when I used to listen to Hinder. Those yeah. Were I, bad times. Those dude, were, I remember. I remember when Hinder busted on the scene with Lips of an Angel. It was like, damn, this is cool. But I was like, nah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. You fast forward a couple of years and then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they just, they haven't done jack shit, I feel, since their first album. Mm-hmm. But they're still out there doing shit. You can watch a new uh, Batman movie this week, an animated Batman and Harley Quinn movie. You can watch Baywatch. You can watch The Lion King. Lion King is an amazing movie. I love it. You know, they re-released Lion King in 3D years ago. And mm-hmm. me and our buddy Sam, we went to the movie theaters by ourselves. Two dudes sitting there watching Lion King. It was fucking incredible. Mm. I loved it. It's like two dudes and a bunch of children and moms. Wow. Yeah. That was a scene. I, no, no fucking regrets, man. No regrets. Oh. By the way, what did you think of the Dark Tower and Atomic Bond? Didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. I did go. See I did go see those two movies. Um, I thought the Dark Tower was okay. It was an yeah. okay. It was a fine movie. Yeah. I thought the Atomic Blonde was great. I fucking oh, loved God. Atomic Blonde. I, know. I want more so, Atomic Blonde. Do you know the part that I'm talking about now with the action? Oh, There's yeah. No the, on the stairwell. Oh. On the stairwell oh, there, man. Mm. So visceral and just incredible acting. And I, I, I like there. I like how they like actually incorporated like them actually getting tired and fighting because a lot of action yeah. movies, you see them just going 100 miles per hour the whole way through, which that yeah. can be fun to watch. But I, I liked how in this movie they actually considered, oh, shit, you'd be tired after fighting this long. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they shot that if they shot it like all at once, because even the camera work there was really incredible and everything. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, th- yeah, that part was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, Ooh. it's a great movie, and it, the the twists in it too, man. Mm. Yeah, like it's way more of a story than you think it's going to be. You think you know in. what you think you know what's going to happen. Like it, it, it almost it falsely gives it away early on. What might what might be the actual what might be the end, and then it like hmm. It yeah. play it plays with you. This the, I, I like when movies play with what you might assume. Yeah, I agree. It's a fun movie. Go go watch Atomic Blonde for a fun time. I might see Dunkirk this weekend. Oh, Dunkirk's maybe my favorite movie of the year. See, I got I, I we have an AMC theater and I got this bucket that I can refill for I think like four dollars twenty five cents and it's it's a big bucket. Ooh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Get my popcorn. Yeah. Maybe sneak in a water bottle. Mm, yeah, that's a good idea. Just wear some wear some loose pants and then tape it to my calf. <laughs> yeah, why not? Water bottles here are like five dollars. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, especially like when you can go to a gas station and get it for like less than a dollar. <laughs> exactly. I don't know about you, the theater you go to but the main theater up here in Lancaster 
I swear, like every few months, they slowly raise the price of tickets. Mm. Ever so slowly, like what's the price it, of tickets up there? Thirteen twenty. Oh, now. God, you'd love it down here. Um, what is it? Uh, for it was six dollars a ticket for. Oh my god! Yeah. Damn, that would be fucking awesome. But yeah, it's thirteen twenty up here. It was like maybe a year ago, twelve twenty. Then it was twelve twenty five. Then they went up to twelve seventy. They're slowly creeping it up. I'm like, fuck, stop. It's okay. Oh man, but yeah, it's it's looking good. I'm looking forward to playing Uncharted next week. Me too, for sure. And we'll probably have thoughts on that. You'll probably finish Hellblade. And we'll yep. be able to talk about that ending next week. Yes. Um, I will play Matterfall. As yes, well. we'll be able to talk about that. that. There's no multiplayer in Matterfall, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, House Mark, you're killing me. You put fucking co-op and Resogun and alienation stuff it's the best way to experience those games in my opinion they gotta put it in Xbox it's yeah, just perfect it's, for it it's an excellent game yes. um yeah I think that's all we got for this week um if you want to contact us you can do that via email at psreportpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at psreportpodcast. Yeah. I think I got the email address wrong. The play, PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. I think I said yes. yes. So let's recap. PlayStation Report Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com if you want to email us. Tweet us at PS Report Podcast. Or individually, you can find me at The Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Yeah, buddy. They do all kinds of entertainment business over there. Oh, man. And I guess until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and stay saucy. We out.